It's just like that magic in the Hampton song is on repeat in my head right now. What's up, Pod Squad? Welcome back. I wanted to talk about dreams today. Kind of a special episode because if you've been hanging out here for a while, you know that I'm super into chasing your goals, your lofty goals, your dreams, the things that light you up from the inside, the things that you write down in your journal and you're like, is it ever going to happen? Will it ever happen? Is all this gratitude and writing down my list and making the dream boards and all this, is this actually doing anything? And the answer is yes. Yes, it is. So I wanted to tell you a little story about three years ago during, this is right before COVID, I'd say November, 2019, I was promoted to master instructor at SoulCycle. And while it was such an amazing moment, I think in my life of achievement and excitement and like, oh my gosh, like you did it. Like, you know, you're, you're at the highest point you can be at in this company that you've been at for you know, at that point, I think it was four or five years, four years, I guess. And I was just like, okay, well, what's the next big thing? Because if you are wired, perhaps like me, you like to chase a carrot. It excites me. It energizes me. It jazzes me up. I have to give myself things to go after. Otherwise, I just feel like I'm kind of just sitting in nothingness. And for my personality and who I am, the fiber of my being, I cannot do that. So the next thing I wrote down in my journal was I wanted to teach at the barn. The barn is one of our soul cycle studios in Bridgehampton and it's out in the Hamptons. We have several out there, but I was like, I want to teach at the barn. I want to teach at the barn. Stacy and all the biggest of the biggest instructors teach at the barn. And that to me seems like the next big soul cycle dream. Well, as we know, Only a couple months later, we completely shut down and we shut down for quite some time and we were outside in the tents and we were outside, (laughs) we were in the ballroom, then we were back outside and the next two years for not only myself, but for everybody were extremely, extremely trying. Like, do I hold on to this goal? Do I need to achieve this goal? And every day I woke up and I wrote in my journal, I'm going to teach at the barn. I'm going to teach at the barn. And there were days where I was like, I don't actually think this is going to happen because I actually don't know if I can show up and teach outside one more day if it's under 20 degrees in Boston. And I remember looking at that goal and I remember listening to a lot of different theories about whether you need or need not to achieve the things that you think you want. And I'm like, fuck, is this like... Is this it? Do, is this really what I should be like pushing for? Is it worth it? Questioning really every choice at that point, as I think many people were in their current career or said place of work. I mean, we were questioning any and all things at that point. And quite frankly, we might still be questioning things. But lo and behold, some way, somehow, I pushed through to the other side of maybe we can call it somewhat of an endemic now to somewhat of a regular soul cycle world. I believe to my knowledge, it's, it is pretty awesome right now. It's, I'd say 
back to where we were before. Um, and it's so wild to me that, you know, I'm sitting here and it's the beginning of July or it's about to be the beginning of July. July 4th is this weekend. And, you know, only a few months ago, like in March or something, we started riding without masks again. So sometimes it's just so crazy how time just flies and we forget how far we've come. Fast forward, I was asked this summer to come out to the barn. And even when the goal was given, you know, given to me in some type of way, I still wrote it down in my journal every day because I'm not quite there yet. And I wrote it down every day until I taught my first class at the barn on Monday. And it was really just a magical experience. And yes, when I got there, the room is different and the crowd looked different and everything about what I was doing was fundamentally different. But the fiber of like the actual thread of that ties and weaves it all together of what soul is was very much the same. My music could be me. I could be me. I could dance around. So it's like I made this goal up to be this like really, 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 really wild, unattainable thing that when I stepped into it was just like, oh, this is just, while this is awesome, this is just, this is it. Like, and it was almost surreal. Um having chased something for so long and then to kind of like quite literally while we're jogging, sit back in the saddle and be like, okay, this is happening. Um, and we, we always think there's going to be confetti and gold glitter is going to fall from the ceiling. Like in the OC when Ryan runs in and makes out with Marissa Cooper on new year's Eve. And if you don't know that scene from the OC, you should probably watch the entire series of the OC. I'm probably dating myself, but whatever. And it was really cool. And so all this to say, I know that during a lot of trying times, we can feel like we're not inspired. And what's the point? What's the point of going after that goal? Honestly, what do, what do, do I have to achieve it? Is it just Did I make it up out of thin air? Is it silly? Is it stupid? Is it worth my time? We question all the things when we're in the thick of it, when we're in the valley, right? We're in the tent and it's negative 10 degrees or whatever, (laughs) not negative 10, like wind chill of whatever. And you're like, wait, so is this even really worth it? And maybe that looks like you're at a job and you don't really know if you like it. And you're like, if I just stick around a little more, I think that there is a point where you will always be tested right before you get what you want. There's always a point where there's going to be a test and maybe not even one test. Maybe there's going to be a different hurdle and a different obstacle and you're going to have to make the decision of is it worth staying or do I pivot? And I think now more so than ever, that can be really challenging because of the way the pandemic has made our mindset almost of like, okay, it's just a little tough. Like I'm just going to get a new job. There's a very trendy to just be like, okay, this isn't serving me onto the next. This isn't serving me onto the next. But I myself, when I sit and I think about 
all the odd jobs I did and the crazy executive assistant jobs and getting fired from jobs and all the twists and turns along the way, if I had just said like, this isn't serving me at any point, I wouldn't have gained the fundamental skill set and wherewithal and mindset and mental toughness to get me to where I am today. And that's what I think makes it so challenging to give advice when it's like stick around or go to the next thing. Because it really is just such a personal thing. It is, it's intrinsic. It's literally seated right in the top of like your belly, like in your gut. Sometimes it's like right below your sternum, like, and sometimes it's really in like the deep of like your belly, like in your guts, like, is this actually worth my time? And only you know that. Honestly, you can take advice from me. You can take advice from anybody out there, other podcasts, your parents, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your partner, every, your best friend, any. Anybody, but at the end of the day, you are the only one that can really feel that, feel that inside of like, I know I got a little more or like, I know I can do this or really like, okay, I'm going to relinquish or let go of this thing because I just really, the discomfort is, is more so than, than normal. This isn't, this isn't, and not to say normal, but like, this is, this is just absolutely not it. But I even then think, oh, it's so tough because I can think back to so many different points in my own career where like, fuck, I wanted to quit with every fiber in my being. I wanted to walk out. I wanted to storm out. And every day I showed up to that job and it really did. There really was a means to an end. There really was a divine purpose and path for me. And if I had walked away, I don't know if I would be where I am today. And what I think about the most, honestly, one of the most pivotal points, and I don't even know if I've ever told this story. When I was a studio manager at Culver City, I had just moved from West Hollywood to Culver City. And I was going on job interviews because I was just like managing the studio. And I just felt like this was before I had the notion of wanting to be an instructor. I was like the barrier to entry. How am I going to get to New York? I know that there's like not really many positions in marketing at SoulCycle. Like what am I going to do? And I started looking elsewhere and I went on a lot of different interviews and I, the last interview I went on was to work at Nasty Gal and to be the EA for the head of Nasty Gal. Um, and girl boss, if you will. And I went through several interviews and I made it clear, like, I want to grow. I want upward motion. I'm, I'm totally cool. Like being an EA, I'm, I'm really good at it. And that was not the answer. I don't think they wanted to hear. A lot of people want career executive assistant, chief of staff. They want them to stick around for years to come because obviously it's extremely hard to train somebody when you know so much about someone else's life and you can run their ship and their business to a T. And I totally understand that. I've had to backfill my position in those type of roles many times and it is challenging. And there's a lot of little idiosyncrasies and you get to know your bosses and there's a lot that goes along with it. And so anyway, I went on these rounds of interviews and I got to the very end. And when I had answered that question, it came down to me and another girl and they gave it to the other girl because she was truly in a different position, wanted to be a career EA, wasn't looking for that kind of rocket ship growth that I was like, I'm willing to do the work, but I also want to know that there is something on the other side for me to achieve. Again, that came up. I have to, there has to be like, there is, and maybe this is a personality thing. So if you are like me, if you're a Virgo, maybe, I don't know. 
I like to have these goals and things. I need something to chase. Otherwise, I just feel like I'm flailing, like I'm in the washer machine of life trying to grab at things and like, ugh, what's the point in a lot of ways? And maybe that's something I need to work on of being a little bit more relaxed and not so driven, but it's a double-edged sword because I do think that is what makes me successful. And so I didn't get that job and I went back to Seoul and I was just kind of like, fuck, like I'm just here. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And that's when, you know, that, that nudge from the universe kept being like, why don't you teach? Why don't you teach? Hey, you look so, you're so fun on podium. Have you ever thought about teaching? Blah, 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 blah. And so it's really wild because you can be really at your wits end and ready to leave somewhere or not really sure what you want. And then the universe could course correct you again, just like ways in your car, just rerouting. And sometimes you don't even know of it. You're, I wasn't even aware at the time that that was like divine. And I believe in God. For, that was divine from God to be like, you're not going to get this job at Nasty Gal because there's a bigger purpose for you. And lo and behold, as I'm sitting here four or five years later, I'm like, oh, right. That had to happen so that this could happen. So I could be placed in this moment right here, right now in the parking lot of Watermill recording this mini episode for you to remind you that if you're in a season of push, right? I like to relate our life to seasons, just like the nature, the weather, whatever, you know, there are going to be times of ease and there are going to be times of grind. And so my biggest piece of advice is (laughs) don't listen to what anybody else tells you because they don't know what you truly feel like was put in your heart. And only you'll know that click feeling in your stomach when you're like, I think I'm going to turn right instead of left here. Like when you get to that fork in the road and you're like, okay, something tells me to take this path, then just trust it. Because at the end of the day, you might take a path that might not serve you in that sense and you might get course corrected in a different way. And maybe your wrong turns lead you to that big right place at the right time and you'll know it when you arrive there and all the trials and tribulations that it took to get you there. You will just sit back one day and be like, holy shit, now I get it. I understand the strife and struggle now, just like the Steve Jobs quote we say literally all the time, almost every episode because it's so damn true and it's so freaking good. You can connect the dots looking back, but you cannot connect them looking forward, right? You have no idea what the future holds or you can't project into the future. So all you can do is make the best decision in the moment that serves you and you and, and you feel like it's in your gut. So go with your gut. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then get quiet and get still and put your hand on your heart and put your hand on your belly and just ask yourself, like, what, did, what is it that I need in this moment? And usually that will help guide you. So as I'm sitting here in the Hamptons, like pretty, pretty shocked and in awe of the whole experience of how I got here, I just want to remind you that you are you and that is your superpower. And if you find yourself in a moment of like, shit, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm right there with you. And you can think you have it all together in this moment. I can think I've achieved all these things and then I'm probably going to leave after this next couple of weeks and be like, what now? And then I'll be off on another adventure. So just know that it's exciting. There's always a new adventure. There's always new chapters and you don't have to be so rigid and sure of everything all the time. So I hope this helps someone out there today just feel a little more seen and heard because in a world where it just 
seems like there's constant chaos and craziness, being really sure and grounded in yourself and your own decisions can be extremely empowering. And I think that that is what's really important right now. So I hope that little tidbit of advice and tips and story and plot line might just give you a little solace if you're walking on, you know, a little bit of a tightrope right now where you find yourself in transition. I really truly understand what it's like to be there. Short and sweet this week. I hope that was just a little nugget that you can take, put in your back pocket and just feel better as you walk out into your day. That's always how I want you to feel. And if you know somebody that could really truly benefit from this, please send it to them. Like and share. And of course, if you want to leave an amazing comment or rating on this podcast, that would mean so much to me. It truly, truly does help the podcast get out there and get into more ears and in front of more people. So I always appreciate that. And until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.